it it is a stigma to mm-hmm. you know to there's there's so much stigma around um, t- talking about you know you feeling anxious yeah. about yourself and yeah. especially your future yeah um, and I write about that a lot I, I I do share about my personal struggles mm. and it really is to make a connection with people it's because I know that other people feel the same way too if I feel deeply about this I'm sure that other people have the same experience and so I want to share that experience to other people and the realizations that I had hi my lovely fellow beings welcome to the moments with Chrissy podcast here we'll explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle culture and relationships moment by moment I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. Hi everyone, I'm so excited to introduce a fellow kind strong soul who I met a long time ago before I came to Canada, actually in a university back in the Philippines. Hannah really stood out as a genuine presence who always had a smile on. Her kindness and positive energy radiated whenever we'd bump into each other on campus. She is currently a strong advocate of personal and professional growth with her passion project Own Bloom. So check her out. I'll definitely send more details later on and she'll share more information about her passion project. So I'm super extremely glad to introduce her in this podcast and just to, you know, just also as a side note to see her uh, pursue her creative Uh, dreams in action in many social media platforms promoting social impact personal finance and entrepreneurship so here's hannah thank you so much hey hannah hi chrissy i am so so happy to be here and i'm so glad that um we finally get to catch up after a long while since we've been seeing each other yeah (laughs) yeah i agree um and you were saying a while ago before we when we were talking how it's so funny that we never really had like you know a one-on-one um but we kept bumping into each other in campus and for me what really stood out was um like as i mentioned your presence and how you always had a smile on and i just felt like this person is like a really kind person and i know that she's going to have a bright future and seeing where you are right now i'm really i'm really happy that you agreed to join my podcast to share a lot of those projects and pursuits in helping out people so thank you so much for joining in again <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. Like, can I just say that I felt the exact same way about you? I mean, I, I mentioned this already when you asked me to be a guest, but you were such like you were such a cheerful person, and like I didn't really think that you see me, and <laughs> you you saw me, and that you remembered me that way. So, thank you for that affirmation, Chrissy. It's so kind of you. Of course, <laughs> I guess in this podcast, um, we'll learn more about you uh, about each other but mostly about your pursuits and your story because I'm really interested and I think people would also benefit in seeing your growth and your journey to where you are right now Um, but before we dive in I do want to have ask some icebreaker questions um, that could be quite 
random or generic or simple <laughs> but it's a part of like sure. getting to know as well so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask away <laughs> sure go ahead chrissy <laughs> um so one of the things that I'm like big on is music and movies, but that's something that I couldn't pick which one I'm really interested more in on. Mm -hmm. So for you, what would you prefer, movies or music? Oh my gosh, that's a really tough question. <laughs> um, I like them both for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like I usually watch movies to learn something mm -hmm. or if... I don't know, just to get ideas. I feel like I get inspired when I watch movies mm -hmm. and I learn a lot about life. But with music, sometimes I just use it as a background to mm. motivate me. For example, when I'm working out, when yeah. I'm jogging or something, or when I want to feel um, you know, extra motivated, yeah. sometimes I just listen to music. So I think yeah. they have different purposes. but. I love both of them, and I feel like it's hard to decide. <laughs> yeah. but if I have to decide. Fine, yeah. I will probably go with, huh? Movies. <laughs> movies. I go with movies. Yeah. Mm, so, what's your favorite movie? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> um, I guess I can just share like my favorite movie genre. Yes. Um, I love historical movies. Mm. Uh, it, like lately, I've been. You know, I I love as I mentioned, I love learning yes. and watching movies. Yeah. So I like it when the movie takes me to some era in the past that mm -hmm. teaches me about how life was lived during that time or mm -hmm. within that culture. Mm -hmm. So it really um, takes me through the person's story. Um, I guess the last one that I watched was, well, I just watched it last Friday night. It was okay. Monuments Men. Okay. And I also watched um, Saving Private Ryan a few weeks ago. I've so heard of those that. Movies. Yeah, oh. those are two movies about the World War, but mm -hmm. Monuments Men was about art. Um, mm. And Saving Private Ryan was more about, you know, it was more inspirational. It was, it's a Tom Hanks movie, and I love Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's a great actor for sure. <laughs> I know he is legendary. Yeah, legendary. He... he's one of my favorites ever. So yeah, historical movies, definitely. Okay, awesome. I'll definitely add the um, add those two movies that you mentioned in my bucket list because I love historical movies too. So yeah. Great. Yeah. I will yeah. give you a bunch of recommendations. Don't worry, Chris. Okay, Have sounds you. good. <laughs> All right. Um. So my next question is. Uh, what what's your favorite travel destination oh okay um does it have to be one that i've been to on already or someplace that i want to go to uh something that you've been to already oh okay oh the first thing that pops up in my head is the rockies <gasps> in dc yeah i super love all the lakes there mm. um it's just something else i feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm in another land. Maybe because the the scenery is so different from the scenery in the Philippines. Yeah. So I just felt like I don't know. Everything was so ethereal, and I was just so in awe all the time by mm. the landscape. I mm. mean, oh gosh. Yeah, crazy. I can't imagine. I haven't been there, but I've seen images of like those mountains and like the water, yeah. the bodies of water around it. It's yeah, yeah, it's quite a magical experience. And I would probably. take 
pictures with my phone mm. like without filter and it would appear like they were came from national geographic or, <laughs> i don't know they were like a desktop wallpaper yeah it's how beautiful it really is there my goodness it's, it's something do you have a spirit animal oh um i feel like if i did i, I thought about it actually before. yeah <laughs> it be a tiger i don't know why i just love tigers or maybe i just feel like there is some something sense of a strong personality yeah or independence kind of about me mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know i think I, a lot of people identify with tigers maybe because i just see tigers a lot on tv so you think <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sure there's some association that you find that's why you probably yeah. resonated to it the most yes yeah probably and and i'm thinking yeah. about siberian tigers because oh, they're okay. so beautiful mm. Mm. and so i guess with um what you mentioned about the tiger and like having a a strong personality and like i think there's some fighter spirit in the tiger that i do see in you because honestly i don't think i don't think many people really pursue their passion Mm. as much as i've seen in you like i i think some people say oh i want to do this or i'm really into personal growth or i'm really into finances but it's more of like something that they do on their own on the side but for you it's something that you're sharing to people and like the information that you've probably done research on yourself and now you're ready to even like promote it in different methods and different channels so I'm like I definitely see the tiger in you (laughs) yeah 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 so I think that's your spirit animal for sure um and that I'm glad that you you shared that. Um, And so I guess, yeah, I think, so I guess talking more about that and your passion and your dreams and who you are as a person, and I'm sure every person is multidimensional, right? Every person's like, um, your interests varies and very, it's probably very colorful. Um, And so with your own words i'm curious like what's your story what would you say um i would say i well i had been raised in the philippines mm-hmm. um ever since i was a kid i loved to write mm-hmm. i love to learn new things and i love to explore in different ways because when i was a kid um I would often be left at home, let's say with a baby sister, because my parents would be really busy. I was like the only child for the first seven years of my life. And so I have a lot of very vivid memories of those days Mm -hmm. um, of just me exploring at home, like watching television, as I mentioned, watching television and writing notes down about the things that I watch, writing about my thoughts or just rummaging let's say my mother's closet and getting whatever I find there for example makeup and then try it on put it on my face and see like not really sure how to really use that thing but just be curious as to just Mm -hmm. figure out what it is for so Mm -hmm. I would like rummage through her closet I would look through her drawers and see what's in there and figure out what they are and Mm -hmm. then 
you know, sneakily put them back and like hope that she never finds out <laughs> I, I messed with it. And like there was this one time I would try to make dessert. Um, it's called puto. Yes. Uh, so puto from the Philippines is like, I, I thought it was made of of white rice and sugar because it tasted like white rice yeah. and sugar. So what I did was I got some white rice, I mashed it, <laughs> and I put on it, and then I ate it, and yeah. I was really disappointed that yeah. it didn't taste like puto at all. Yeah. So I was just really curious. I don't yeah. know why, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just so many ideas in my head. Ever since then, I had that that side of me or that was me and up until today I realized that I still have that I'm I still have that sense of wonderment and mm-hmm. that love for creating and tinkering yeah. I don't think that will ever go away I'm mm-hmm. very just a very curious person mm-hmm. and yeah but that was highlighted as well when my dad would always ask me to join like seminars or events when I was in high school and college so I feel like, like that even took that curiosity further. Mm. Always. That's really cool to hear that as a kid, like you even had like a specific example, which is like super cute. Like your idea of like a put, uh, of puto is like, it tastes like rice, right? So that's what, that's, that's, you, you went for it, tried it out, explored that idea and went for it right and I I think that's something that is super awesome because that's where the curiosity starts and you and what's really cool too is that yes you're curious but you didn't just sit with your thought and be like huh I wonder right you actually went for it and (laughs) went for that idea and executed it and found there there was like an outcome to it right Uh, so in your what 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 would you say is your most recent um curiosity pursuit like what was the most cur- like a uh, recent idea that you pursued oh that happens every day chrissy mm. i have a new idea every day that i feel like i have to write down so mm. a while ago i just wrote down um this post um on instagram mm. about what was it about (laughs) a while ago I just wrote down this post on Instagram about um about over planning um and uh my thought there was that I felt like I because for the past two weeks the first two weeks in January Mm -hmm. I've been planning for own bloom so much like I was thinking really far ahead and thinking about the phases of growth that Mm -hmm. I wanted it to pursue Mm -hmm. that I wanted to pursue with it Mm -hmm. Um, and then after I did my planning I just realized that I overdid it to the point that I mean I know that I had plans like on this phase and how much I needed to create or what I needed to create, what outcomes I wanted to have. And Mm -hmm. then I planned out my activities for each quarter and then each month and then each week and then each day. And then, you know, sometimes when I'm about to do that work for the day that I planned, Mm -hmm. I feel overwhelmed that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just so much. And then 
you know, there's just something spontaneous that came up that feels right for me to prioritize first. Not that I will ignore that thing that I plan for, yes. but just that I felt like, no, I have to change the order of my priority and or I feel like I feel more strongly about doing this instead mm. of that. So the idea behind that was, um, you know, you can plan your life to in, into so much detail, yeah. but, you know, you're really going to have to respond to, you're really going to have to respond to changes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're still at the end of the day going to have to do what feels right mm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. So... I love that because I yeah I know I love that because you you shared a couple of points there that is super important you know how planning can only help you so much for like a certain period of time or certain extent until something happens that's out of your control right mm-hmm. and from there you had to learn how to adapt to the changes mm-hmm. around you to grow as yeah. well so with that, um, you mentioned Own Loom, which I'm like super excited to dive into as well. Um, I'm curious, so when, when did that idea start? Um, yeah. When did that idea become a project? And mm-hmm. the last piece, I guess, of that three-piece question is that what's something that you're super passionate about with that specific project? Mm-hmm. Mm. So the whole thing actually had its roots last year okay. uh, in April last year yeah. so two people asked me to write for their publications mm-hmm. um, the other one was the, the first one was about faith it was for um, a magazine in church yeah um, and the other one was on personal finance uh, my friend um, asked me to write about personal finance because we talked about it one time. I said, I, you know, I expressed how passionate I was about it. And she was saying how she needed to learn that mm-hmm. and how she thought that a lot of other people would find value in an article about it. Yeah. So she asked me to do the writing. She asked me to contribute. So I wrote one piece. Yeah. And then a lot of people ended up liking it or giving positive feedback about it. The editor also liked it. And so she asked me to do another piece on mm. more of investing this time. So I wrote the second piece and then a third piece. Yeah. So it became a three-part series on yeah. personal finance. Yeah. I got an idea to turn it into a webinar so i tried it out i piloted it twice with close friends just to get feedback and to improve and to iterate Mm -hmm. so i had that clear already because i saw that there was a need i saw that there was interest in Mm -hmm. that topic Mm -hmm. and that that would help a lot of people something that you know i i already experienced that firsthand something that I've already tried and tested and so I saw the opportunity to teach Um, that's one thing and um, I guess in terms of personal growth uh, I started writing a little more uh, in article form last year too because of the lockdown because I've always wanted to write more um, but write more articles but I've been so busy the past few years like I didn't really have time for it I would just reflect every now and then on Instagram and people would say how inspired they were by my thoughts how they like my writing and so that was nice but I didn't really take it seriously Mm. so last year I discovered medium 
medium is such a great platform for writers. So I learned, I took a course on how to write to earn. um, And it taught me a lot about, you know, how to write articles in this new age of content writing, but also make it meaningful and valuable to your mm-hmm. readers and how to pitch to publications, etc. So it was pretty cool. I, I practiced it. Um, so I wrote a little more on Medium and then I tried to pitch to publications and all of that. And then I wrote a little more intentionally on Instagram. Um, I just, you know, listened, watched to a lot of uh, watched a lot of um, videos on YouTube about writing on social media, yeah. copywriting, um, creating, and all of that. And, you know, I just try to practice them as much as I can because I realized how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. I also started um, uh, shooting vlogs because, and this was also accidental because last August, I just felt this urge to take a video of myself and talk <laughs> about confidence and discovering more about yourself yeah and so it was a three minute long video and a lot of people ended up liking it and sharing it to other people and some even told me how much they you know they resonated with what I said and so like having dabbled and tried those different things just came together Mm. Um, everything was accidental it just led me to this place or this this spot where I felt like I could be a little more intentional about this you know I can turn this into a movement where I can invite other people Mm. to also write and create and I could you know teach other people to do that too and so it it developed into own bloom so I actually started conceptualizing it in Mm. September and I think it became more concrete in around October Mm -hmm. and then I thought about topics um, that I would you know I would talk about or write about and then you know just by really like looking at people's feedback on my work um, and really asking people what their problems are or you know, the, 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 the troubles that they go through and such. And yeah. It's really about responding to yeah. that, yeah. Uh, to that call, to that need. So sometimes I just follow my heart or I just yeah. follow wherever the conversation takes me, mm-hmm. which is what makes it such a such an amazing and fun journey yeah. because I don't feel like I have to be so rigid. Mm. But I guess I made that mistake um, mm. two few weeks ago when I, <laughs> when I planned so hard to the letter and that, you know, I think I pushed it a bit too much mm. and I felt that I should just be more open to mm. uh, to just, you know, to just explore more mm-hmm. um, this year. That I, I don't need to, uh, to force anything into that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how it is, personal growth and really helping people to direct their own growth too and to also make an impact in, in wherever they are because that for me is really important because I want it to be a ripple effect for other people like a multiplier effect wherein you know I also inspire other people to create and other Mm. people to share because I know that they can all of us all of us have that um, that magic within us or that Mm. uniqueness within us that we can share with the world that Mm -hmm. will be you know a great change 
to people around us. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not just one person that controls or that orchestrates that change. It has to be all of us. And yeah. so, I think building authentic relationships, connections with yeah. people, is the way to really make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so with like Own Bloom, I can definitely thank you for sharing this inception when it actually started to come together and all of it makes a lot of sense because you're writing, you're speaking, your um, ideas on personal growth and just like having, following that instinct of like, this feels right and I just yeah. have to go for it, right? Or else yeah. it, it's going to keep nudging me until exactly. <laughs> until when right um yeah. and so i guess for me you mentioned um relationships on how that impacts your perspective on pursuing these ideas and like I- i'm curious what would you say like which of your relationships right now that really pushed you or helped you in becoming the person that you are right now yeah, I think the main and the most important relationship that I have right now is my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's faith for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, it's really what drives me to be the best person that I am every day. And honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of the wisdom that I share with people, and people would say it's wisdom, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, really comes from God for me. Um, and a lot of it is just really expressing what I feel uh, God has been telling me or what I feel I am being led to by him. So that is the first and most important relationship. That's, that's a central relationship in my life. And that really brings everything together. Like that defines my life for me. And so it goes really deep. And I would say, I would say that is really what, inspires me to do the work that I do every day to make meaningful connections with people to be the best person that I can be although I am so imperfect um it's still God who inspires me to you know even if I even if I get pushed back and I get disappointed with myself it it, you know I always wake up the next day um feeling inspired again Mm. to, to get back at it again yes so that's number one. Yeah. And I would say um, following that would be, of course, my relationship with my family. Um, they inspire me every day. Um, just, you know, wanting to be a better person for them. Although I can't, you know, I can't really say that I'm perfect. I feel like I still have a lot to improve on. And so mm. that's that gap sometimes between the person that I want to be and the person that I am today, it really pushes me, really pushes me um, to keep getting back at it every day. So there, this relationship with God, with family, and also with the people that I write for. Honestly, Mm. I, it's so amazing the connection that I can have with strangers. Strangers mean people that I've never met before just message me and tell me how much I my writing had made an impact on them mm. it's so heartwarming um, to receive that feedback to receive that encouragement and that really 
that really gives me the energy to keep writing because mm. I believe uh, my principle whenever I write on personal growth is I'm only writing for that one person who mm. really mm. pushed me yeah. who really whom I have helped yeah. so I'm always thinking that even if I just make an impact on one person's life yeah. I feel like I already feel fulfilled and I have already done my job mm. so it's really about depth of relationships and mm. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel a lot of joy when you talked about your relationship, especially with God and your family. Like I, I can sense that those are like super important elements in really building or molding you to become the person who you are right now. So I'd want to learn more about those two relationships. And so um, you mentioned about God and how that really you have a really deep relationship with him and um and how it has helped you unfold the things that that are happening in your life right now so i'm curious how your relationship with god has evolved with time like when it started was it in school or was it with your parents or like how did that begin and how has it evolved with time yeah absolutely um well uh, I've been a Christian all my life. I was born into a Christian family. Yeah. But like a lot of Christians, I think that, you know, they each have this moment in their lives when they have really met God or they have really had that conversation with God and really mm. accepted God into their lives. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, I would attend Bible study or I would go to church. Mm -hmm. You know, we'd have Bible class in school, but I never really felt that deeply in my heart. I, I would never really understand mm -hmm. the meaning or the essence of Christianity, of Jesus dying on the cross for yeah. our lives and all of that um, until, I don't know, just one point that is so personal yeah. that I felt that he spoke to me yeah. and I felt that I felt called and yeah. I felt like that was the beginning of my yearning to be in a deeper relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And that was in high school. And so since then, it was a gradual, it was a gradual building up where it was a gradual, um, uh, we, we, I gradually became closer to mm -hmm. him. I gradually understood more about him mm -hmm. and about his truth. Yeah. But I think that there were a lot of moments when I took a step back as well or when I would, you know, forget about God and all yeah. of that. And then I would go back. You know, I think that's really natural in yes. the Christian's journey. Yeah. I don't think it's ever linear or straight in any way. But that's the beautiful thing. It's that yeah. when you start a relationship with God, it it never really goes away permanently. It's just you know? there, right? <laughs> it's always there i mean god is just always there and it's yeah. just sometimes we are so stubborn it's just I, I, feel like <laughs> I become stubborn that that i i push him to the side or i just yeah. you know just do my own thing yeah. and care about myself for a while mm -hmm. and then go back so yeah that's that's how it really became strong but i feel like i yearned more uh, i yearned to get to know him more the past three or four years mm -hmm. when I became more intentional about reading the Bible, really understanding um, the history, the context of the Old and the New Testament. Yeah. I feel like, and I've been reading a lot um, of other books as well um, about 
you know, men, uh, men and their faith and, mm. and how they practice their faith. And I don't know, I just feel like I've gotten deeper into it, perhaps because I asked deeper questions. Yeah. Um, perhaps because, you know, there was, I was exposed to more thoughts and ideas about him. And so I tried to understand my faith in different ways yeah. it was all also stress test in yeah. different ways yeah. so i just feel so 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 blessed and so happy that i am in a place where i just feel so much joy mm. uh, even though times are tough yeah. even though things outside are difficult and that's what i would always tell people like yeah. i would write about it a lot in that you really have to find that peace with within yourself where is your source of truth yeah. and sometimes it's important to grapple with that question i mean you can't avoid that grappling with that question at one mm. point in your life you will have to deal with it and so you know i just encourage people to really think about that and hopefully they find that they need someone mm. like god in mm. god they need mm-hmm. God in their lives. So yeah. That's really me because that's, that's how, I don't know, that's how central he is to my being. Yeah. That's awesome. And when it came to, that's really good. I can definitely say that he's brought a lot in your life and that you're here because you want to spread this joy that you're feeling out of the faith or the truth that you found within yourself and that's such an amazing feeling probably to have that flow right because this is my center of gravity this is what I stand for right and so everything that happens after that just makes sense because I I have direction right um and I like that you mentioned about intention because that's super key in, in pursuing anything in life, right? With the right intentions, whatever outcome or consequences that you face, it almost feels like it won't matter as much because you knew that it's coming from the right place, right? Um, yeah. So I'm glad, I'm really glad that you mentioned that when when you mentioned about this relationship that you have with God and your your um your relationship with him basically uh and so with your second the second thing that you pointed out was with your family um and right now it's you know it's not it's not a, i wouldn't it's a struggling time for many people right it's it's a lot but also on the flip side what i noticed for myself is that i get a lot of family time in and I've been learning a lot about my family that I've never learned before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so I'm curious how, you know, how COVID helped you in in nurturing that relationship with your family even more. And how has that been for you? Yeah. I think, I think I would say the, the good that it did for my relationship with my family was immense because COVID really got us stuck in our homes and really, you know, it it got, for my family, it got us really creative about thinking of ways, in thinking of ways to spend our time together. Like, we would talk about what food we would order for Sunday lunch. We would 
you know, we would watch movies together. We never watched movies together before. Yeah. Uh, we actually got an entertainment. Like, we didn't have a TV in the living room prior mm. to COVID. So okay. we got a TV and I bought a karaoke. So we would also so cool. watch a karaoke. <laughs> and we would play go- board games together. We would play just random things, like just talk as well. We would, you know, have dinner together or lunch together and... I just, you know, I just really cherish the time that I have with him right now, which is why I'm saying that it's been so good for me too, because I feel like I really missed out on that before COVID. Mm. I think for a lot of people, mm. they have, because, you know, we realize that we've been setting aside one thing that is so important to our lives, mm. our families, our relationship with our families, um, and we were kind of forced to you know, to deal with them or to be with them in this time, we yeah. realized so many things about them, so many yeah. things for me that I have, you know, that I, I, I haven't really been the ideal, you know, daughter or sister um, to my parents and mm-hmm. to my to my siblings. Mm. And so, you know, I just feel like this is a great time for me to really make up for that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm still far from perfect. I still feel like I can get really, I become difficult to them sometimes, Mm. honestly. But I'm glad that I have improved. I would say that I am somewhat better. Mm. (laughs) You know, I I feel like I am a better family member now. Mm. And also to share, my my brothers are also, my brothers are special. My twin brothers. Mm. They're teenagers and um, they're diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice because they have classes here at home and they don't go to school anymore. That used to be their regular routine, right? So the usual thing would be for us to bring them to school, leave them in school, and then just pick them up after. But now we have to work together um, in, like, getting them to learn Mm -hmm. uh, in class. And, you know, like, me and my sisters would help out in in their day-to-day activities like it used to just be my mom mm. or um you know b- before they used to have a yaya they used to have a helper yeah but now that she's no longer around like it would just be us and i feel like that was a chance for the family to bond and to you know um we, we i feel like we were united by that yeah. that situation yeah. and having to take care of my brothers it's it's really a wonderful feeling it's very yeah. heartwarming and yeah. you know i just feel like god has really blessed this household yeah how so when you mentioned um about your brothers and it's really great that you shared how everyone had to cooperate to figure out a way to help them and to um, provide that kind of love and um, yeah. education for them since they are uh, schooling from home. And so with the transition of of getting to that, um, what were the challenges that as a family you had to face and how did everyone pick up the role, roles that you had to, you know, take on to get to this place where you're like, oh, now we're like one unit and we're all like, it makes sense. Like we're all um, collaborating. And the challenge, a main challenge would probably be that 
everything, like our work lives and like, you know, our responsibility at home mm-hmm. is uh, mixed together. Like there's no, there's no boundary between work yeah. and taking care of my brothers yeah. and just for, or like for my mom, like, like cooking and doing household chores and answering emails or messages and mm-hmm. then, you know, thinking about like just being there for my brothers uh, to guide them mm-hmm. um, for online class. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's hard to delineate between those roles in life mm-hmm. because everything is at home and everybody is at home and yeah. it's not a large house. So yeah. sometimes like, you know, we would all be in one room and we'd have different things going on. And so that was, you know, it, it takes time to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. That's really the challenge. And also, of course, with my brothers, um, a challenge would be uh, to really assign roles for, for each and every one of us to to um, to chip in our time mm-hmm. and, you know, what activities would each one of us be contributing for mm-hmm. my brothers. Um, actually, um, we haven't really talked about that, mm-hmm. but... I feel like how we do it is whenever, I don't know, it's just, it's it's very interesting because we just fill in yeah. for whatever is missing. So okay. whenever, you know, whenever, for example, nobody's there to eat with my brothers or nobody's there to join him in class yeah. or to, to like for one of them to, um, to tuck this brother of mine to bed or to call this brother to come to come over to eat and all of that like I don't know it's just whoever is available at that time Mm -hmm. or it's just that we're but we're all so willing to do it Mm -hmm. you know um and like each one of us would intentionally uh carve out time to exercise with them to do tabletop activities with them to play with them on the iPads or Mm -hmm. sometimes after a long busy day or in the middle of a long busy day just go to them hug them ask how they are and all of that and so you know the merging of different areas of our lives and like the different different lives that we lead it's it's also comes together culminates in a good way mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our house so it's just very it's all just very organic mm-hmm. not really in structure okay but i i just love how everybody is so proactive yeah in in initiating and mm-hmm. that's just wonderful it's, it's really a blessing yeah i can imagine it's like a venn diagram and like right in the middle like everyone chips in on your brothers and that's like a beautiful thing that's a really beautiful thing (laughs) I love that I yeah I love how I think the Venn diagram does illustrate it well that's that's right it's (laughs) like we all have our different lives yeah and then we all converge in this thing yeah and that's what I was telling you all ago that yes this this, you know the taking care of my brothers those Mm. activities are really what bring us together and Mm -hmm. you know celebrating wins of my brothers you know whenever Mm. they memorize a song or they did something really you know they drew something or painted something really nice or they said something really nice they had an activity and they presented um 
that's really what gives us all the smile, the smile on our faces. Yeah. And that's what we would talk about. That's what we would bond over. And so it's really beautiful because if my brothers weren't there, I feel like we'd all be isolated from each other in this house. Like we mm -hmm. wouldn't have much to talk about, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> oh, we have to do our own thing. And it's like, okay, yeah. we'll have dinner. Sure. Lunch together. But yeah. having your brothers there, there's more to talk about. And there's like that experience that you, you all can have together. So yes, that's, that's, that's really beautiful. Experience. That's really beautiful. Um, I do want to circle back on the last type of relationship that really resonated to you was with um, the people who are reading your content and the feedback that you're getting from them. Um, what would you say was the the most um uh what, what's what's a good word to describe this probably beautiful or um most powerful feedback that you got from someone and um how did you feel when you received it um i wouldn't remember the exact yes. words that yeah. i was told yeah but it's something to the extent of you know, Hannah, I watched this video of yours when you talked about really having a deep and clear sense of self because mm -hmm. I realized that, um, you know, I, I, I realized that I haven't had that much clarity um, mm -hmm. about myself and that's what has been making me anxious and mm -hmm. sometimes feel depressed or mm -hmm. gets me to question so much about my life and it's usually them saying Hannah I really needed to hear this so I'm so glad that you posted it I'm so glad that you made yourself vulnerable mm -hmm. um, and so it's really a lot about that because it it is a stigma mm -hmm. to you know to there's, there's so much stigma around um, t talking about you know you feeling anxious yeah. about yourself and yeah. especially your future yeah um and i write about that a lot i i, I do share about my personal struggles mm. and it really is to make a connection with people it's because i know that other people feel the same way too if i feel deeply about this I'm sure that other people have the same experience. And so I want to share that experience to other people and the realizations that I had mm -hmm. um, as I encountered them. It was really, really more of that, really opening myself up to other people, mm -hmm. really being transparent about it and not being ashamed about, um, you know, the challenges that I encounter within myself. Because, yeah. I mean, I think it's a way to bring people in mm -hmm. um, and it's a way to help them feel as well that they're not alone because that's the truth they're not yeah. alone it's just that the world has been fashioned in such a way that you know it's not normal yeah. for you to feel that way or it's not normal for us to talk about these things yeah. but i've always enjoyed you know heart-to-heart -heart conversations and so it was just more of me trying to engage in a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with my followers that's mm -hmm. really how it feels like for me mm -hmm. so you know just with every encouragement is a new post, a new idea, yeah. a new, you know, it's just really, that's the fuel that keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And 
So I'm glad that it's just always there and that I never run out of it because mm-hmm. uh, my my followers and the people that I interact with and people like you, Chrissy, who have been so encouraging, really, really give me um, the inspiration to keep writing. Mm-hmm. And you should. I think it's you do have a lot of ideas that people would really be happy to hear about and to know, like what you said, that they're not alone. Um, because those experiences can be a parallel um, experience to someone else, but they're just not ready to probably face it or accept it. And you sharing that message out there that, hey, you know, this is me. I'm like, you mentioned and you keep repeating. Um, and I think yeah. it's also important for people to accept that, you know, we're not perfect beings. Like, we're, we can't always be happy all the time. Like, we, yeah. we experience pain, we experience struggle. Um, and those, right, those bring us the happiness that we are feeling after we overcome it or as we weave through it and understand who we are better through those experiences, right? Um, and so with you and your, I guess, it seems like your relationship with yourself has become really this, like, beautiful and meaningful and, like, really kind, um, and so important because some people are so hard on themselves and like, you know, like, I have to be this way, right? And mentioning, and I think it's important to, to have this, you know, idea of, you know, this is the person who I want to become. I think that's very important because that's a driver too. But yeah. how do you bridge that gap? Like you mentioned, like there's that gap that like is um, bringing you this motivation to to keep at it, to keep learning, to keep being curious, to keep uh, pursuing these uh, dreams so well, I guess my question is what is this gap and how do you how has it been for you in bridging that gap with the person who you are right now and the person that you want to become you know Chrissy I love how you put um, it a while ago how you said that relation that, that that part about me having a relationship with myself I agree that that is a very important relationship that I have. I need to have um, intimately down first before I have that relationship with my with with the people who encourage me. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to add that in a while ago, but I'm really glad that you brought it up because it really took out something that is so so. Um, critical to me being the person that I am now I really spend a lot of time with myself like just thinking through you know my own thinking process quest of my life there's really something that I need to change and um, it's and honestly they bother me every day Mm. uh, in in, in a way that you know I always feel like I will never be you know, I will never, I, I accept that I will never be a perfect being. Mm-hmm. I will never ever reach the point where in, you know, um, I will be that perfect person that I aspire to be. But what's important for me is the feeling of progress, the feeling that I'm getting better each and every day, or at least when I look back in the past year, how I probably changed. And because sometimes, I mean, actually, you'll never run out of, of, of things to, improve on you yes, know if you yeah. cross something off that yeah. list you know another one pops up and 
I think with every phase of your life, you will have a new set of, of <laughs> yeah. challenges and a new set of yeah. um, skills that you need to build and, and things that you need to wrestle with. Yeah. But um, I'm just really happy to, to see how God had been very faithful uh, to me these past few years in that, you know, the relationship that I build the, the relationship that we build together, that intimacy that I have with him has really enabled me to get out of my comfort zone in very positive ways and to really um, reach out to people and to really become closer to that person that I, I aspire to be. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's the first and most important thing because it naturally happens as I grow closer to God, as mm -hmm. I, as I work on, um, our relationship, I, I intentionally try to deepen my relationship with him every day. Yeah. Although again, I'm not perfect. I don't get to do that every single day, mm. but, but I do. And that's, that's the number one thing. Yeah. And I guess another thing would be to, cause I really like to introspect. Mm. I really like to write down my, my, my weaknesses, or I love to ask for feedback from other mm. people. And so when I do, I always think of how I can improve myself. I always think of ways for me to take that out or to just do better the next time. And so I like to keep trying. That's why I like to keep trying because it's a way for me to um, to improve every time. Um, and for me, even just the smallest bit of change from you know the first time I did it to the next time I did it is is encouraging and that yeah. just keeps me going and doing it so I never really expect myself to leap from yeah. one you know from one state to another it's yeah. always a gradual thing for me and I celebrate those gradual wins those mm -hmm. small wins yeah and yeah I I invest in a lot of learning about you know psychology uh and uh reading the Bible, I, I really take in a lot of wisdom from God. And, mm -hmm. and actually, even though I, you know, I put all of that stuff in my head, sometimes I still make a lot of mistakes. Sometimes it's just really pain that teaches me mm -hmm. and that gets me to progress. So yeah, that'd be my journey with, with improving myself. Still yeah. have a long way to go. Yeah, like, no, it's, it's a, it's definitely a master journey. That's like, like you mentioned, there's so many chapters in our lives. And I really love that you pointed out how in every chapter of our lives, there's always something to learn. There's always something to improve on. It's, I guess, human nature for us to always seek out, right, um, new learnings. And what I find fascinating is that some people would say, yeah, I have to like the this is where I am at my life right now and this is what I want to learn um and they sit with that thought for the longest time until the new chapter arrives and it's like yeah. oh no I have like <laughs> I yeah I got it <laughs> exactly so I guess that is like the the power of intentions and that's something that you've um mentioned a lot in our episode is that it really matters because like if you're very present with your current chapter and with your day-to-day -day, and I really appreciate you mentioning how you know every day I'm learning something new even the smallest things is something 
I consider it as an improvement, right? And celebrating small wins is the way to go. Not having to wait until that big day, right? To like put yourself in that spot and like yeah. celebrate. So, yeah. um, for you, what was the most recent um, win that you had, or small milestone that you overcame, and how did you celebrate it? Um, perhaps. The first thing that comes up to my mind is um, finishing grad school. Like for yes. me, it was a big leap because we we had our culmination last week, and oh. along with that is me giving our like semi graduation speech like on behalf of the batch and I think for me that is a win because from the last time that I spoke which was during our recitals um, six months back that was in July last mm -hmm. year I felt like I was still a very shy like speaker mm -hmm. and I feel like when I gave that speech last week I was mm -hmm. so much more confident I was you know I, I didn't have to follow a script to the letter or I, I didn't have to read it verbatim, although mm -hmm. I had a guide. Mm -hmm. I felt like I just was more comfortable with speaking ad lib mm -hmm. and um, just having more passion and emotion in the way that I talk. And so I remember that well because for me, it is a small win. Um, for me, I mean, for me, it's something that I had always wanted to improve on and that I was yeah. really, really conscious about. Mm -hmm. But then after many times of talking and just, you know, speaking in events and just allowing myself to be vulnerable or getting out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. I just realized that like six months later, that's how I, I noticed it when yeah. I looked back and I compared it to the last time I did it. And so yeah. sometimes you just have to love the process and you're right just be present and just do whatever you have to do next do whatever feels right at the time mm -hmm. don't worry about the dots connecting right yeah. away you don't connect the dots looking forward yes. you connect the dots looking backwards i agree you realize that and that's mm -hmm. that's what i felt last mm -hmm. week and it's just so nice that and right now like we're having a conversation i feel like i i feel more like I'm able to really express myself openly in speech. So. <laughs> First of all, congratulations. I didn't Thank know. You so much. Yeah, that's that's a huge <laughs> achievement. So I hope Thank you me. got to celebrate with good food. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. We we have good food every day. So yeah. Very, very blessed. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Um so Hannah before I wrap this up, there's always a question that I do want to ask my guests. Um, and it is, what is your love letter to yourself? What would you say? To oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would say, Hannah, I'm so proud of you for everything that you have accomplished. Yeah. Um, I know that you can get discouraged sometimes when you see the world or sometimes when you feel like you're not progressing enough or mm. you know you're you're not yet in a place that you 
really aspire to be at this time. But the thing is, that aspiration will always be a moving target um, throughout your life. So you don't really have to worry. So, so don't worry too much about having to reach that point. Because when you do, it just feels like it's so far away. Mm. So try to think about the present more. Try to think about what feels right to do at the moment. Yeah. And how you can best make use of your time, your resources, and your talent to make the world a better place and to be more pleasing to God. And that's really the most important thing. Yeah. Later on, you will look back in life and see that you have done so much and you have impacted a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. So just be chill <laughs> and be loving of yourself. Yeah. And don't ever lose that passion for building relationships with people and your passion for God as well. Mm. That yeah. is my love letter for you. Love. <laughs> awesome. I hope we can go back to this one day and see how, how much you've grown as a person and the love, oh, the yeah. kindness that you have even towards yourself, which is very yeah. important. Um, so Hannah, how can we find you? Where can we find you? Yes, so you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, my personal account is at HGDT, and my own bloom account is at your own bloom. So there's not much content on your own bloom yet. I am posting more of my content on my personal Instagram page for now. So that's my handle at HGDT. Um, I'm also on Medium. Mm -hmm. I'm on TikTok. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. That's the same handle at HGDT. And I will be posting more videos on YouTube mm -hmm. sometime soon, probably in the latter half of this year. Mm -hmm. um, so the t my YouTube channel is Own Blue mm -hmm. by Hannah. So yeah, find me there and I look forward to um, interacting with you all. Oh, by the way, um, if it's okay for me to plug in yeah. um, this is my newsletter, I have a newsletter called Bloombox and I'm trying to grow my subscriber list. Actually, it's more of just building a community yeah. of people who want to grow together. I'm thinking about creating events soon. So please um, do sign up for that. You can just find it um, in the link in my bio on my instagram page yay there. i did sign up so everyone please sign up too if you want to grow Thanks together so <laughs> hannah for showing up today and for sharing your thoughts and insights which are all super valuable and so everyone that's it for today's episode i hope that you learned the importance of being a community who's driven to help each other out and have learned a lot from Hannah when it comes to building your initiatives and having those intent to have nurturing values and insights to cultivate that kind of culture within your war your community. And so it is such a beautiful conversation that I've had with Hannah about her faith, her relationship with her family and even her own community as she continues to grow her creative journey or her in her creative project 
in own bloom and so I really just can't wait to see her bloom more in those uh, projects so definitely you know sign up for that newsletter that I told you about I'm really so eager to learn more about her and her thoughts and definitely check her out in IG HGDT so that's H for Hannah G for goat D for dragon T for toad so that's HGDT in Instagram and check out her posts on financial literacy personal mental health and entrepreneurship and that's it for today it's it's been a great episode and there's more to come trust me i just want to thank you for staying in and being part of this journey with me and so with that i hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk soon bye